Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You listen to Green, green. you might turn red. red. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Always glad to have you with us. So glad that you make us part of your weekend on the Chorus Radio Network. We talk about the issues that matter to you and me and your kids, and eventually their kids. And hopefully by the time we get to their kids, some sort of societal resolution will have been arrived at. But we have to talk about things. And M103 standing before Canada's Parliament with a bunch of politicians who don't really know what to say is not helpful. It really isn't, without a definition of what Islamophobia is. And while there's concern about hatred growing, and that's the word that's used toward Muslims by non-Muslims, and the shooting, and it goes without saying that the shooting in Saint-Foy was horrific. But that individual doesn't represent anybody or anything that that that, that, that I, anyone I know or anything about me. While that's going on, Montreal police are investigating a video taken in a mosque in 2014 of an imam praying to Allah to, quote, destroy the accursed Jews. That CJ News reported that this week. So that, that's making, that's getting going viral online, on social media. Now, that individual, that imam, does not represent, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't represent the, the, the Muslims I know. So should I be angry at all Muslims because of what that imam said? We're, we're, we live as though we're on the border of a permanent case of road rage or accusations of race rage. It's just it's foolish and it's dangerous. And that's what we need to talk about. And I, I'm so tired of politicians. I'm so absolutely tired of people who troll for jobs, come to us for their, for their well-paying jobs and their terrific pensions, and then believe that they can lecture us. If we, have a, if we want to challenge something, we, we don't feel good about something, somebody asks us a question and we answer it honestly and we get accused of being racists. So... And any time somebody in the political arena feels that I'm saying something that you want to challenge, that I'm not representing you well or not representing your point of view appropriately, that I'm not being fair to you in politics, 1-800-263-2428. I'm right at the other end of that number. So if you're a premier, a prime minister, an MP, an MPP, an MLA, whatever letters follow your name, 1-800-263-2428. I'm right at the other end of that. But I, I want to get back to our callers. And the issue of political correctness, are you a racist, are you a xenophobe, are you tired of being called names, are you tired of being accused of being a latent troublemaker just waiting to destroy your society? I'm not exaggerating. That's the way the message is received by many people, and that is why one of the reasons the populist movement is growing so strongly, and we have the prime minister in Europe telling corporations, be careful about how you treat your workers because they're, uh, they're, they're very concerned about the globalization movement. Mr. Trudeau, they're more concerned about politicians than they are their employers. 
Chris is in Calgary. Chris, thank you for the call, sir, and thank you for your patience. Hello, Roy. How are things? I'm all right, sir. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, I'm fair to Madeline. Great to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just to answer your question from the beginning of the hour, yeah, according to their definition, I'm probably a racist. But does the word racist really have any meaning anymore? It seems like that's just the default response now. You know, if you don't like ice cream, you're a racist. Well, you think puppies are ugly? You're a racist. Is this, are we turning this word into a cliche so that we can't have a debate anymore about it? You know, it's interesting what you say, because I don't recall, and I don't have to go f- too far back in contemporary history, I don't recall the word racist and racism being... Um, used as frequently as it is now. Now, there'd be some people who would say, well, that's because it was suppressed and and, uh, and and the racism was carried on quietly. Well, if that's what they believe, then let's talk about that too. Yeah, exactly. Like The answer is not going to be to cut down on free speech. We're, we're going to need more speech just so we can have this debate. Exactly. To figure out what's going on. Exactly. Freedom of expression and freedom of speech gives you opportunity to hear another viewpoint and to debate another viewpoint. And that's a hell of a lot better and more productive than doing it, uh, you know, physically or having or, or going into a battle with one another. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Chris, Chris, when you, when you see somebody, I don't know what your racial background is, but if you see someone on the street who is of a different racial origin than yours, do you get your back up? Do you get grumpy? Do you want them off off your sidewalk? Do you, do you look down on them? No, they're, they're I didn't think so. Just another person walking down the street. Exactly. It, to me, that doesn't doesn't phase me at all. I mean, I I work with a lot of guys from different ethnic backgrounds. You know, Chinese guys. We have a couple of Muslim people that are there. Some folks from Eastern Europe, even that you know they survived the Soviet Union and and things like that. And yeah, they're they're thrilled to be here. Like, and everybody gets along okay. Yeah, yeah. Other than you know the normal infighting, yeah, you of get course, from having people working together. But you know, yeah. it's just because it's like I work in a junior high school sometimes. So we all do. Yeah. And I can behave quite like a kindergartner at times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can turn it right <laughs> down if I have to. Thanks, sir. All the best to you. Thanks, Ray. Take care. Bye, Chris in Calgary. From Chris in Calgary to Theo, who's in Burlington, Ontario. Theo, thank you for the call, sir. Go ahead, please. Thanks a lot for having me, Ray. Yeah. Um, I'd love to say just one thing. I, I piggyback onto your last caller. I think most people nowadays think the same. It's just an average person walking down the street. But I think it's just been all over the news. I see it everywhere. And it's just they're, they're, they're inflaming the situation. Do you think they're manipulating the situation to their perceived benefit? Oh, 100%. I, I 100% think so yes I so so if so if they can get you turned on uh, turning on someone else and they say the right thing to the other person and then find some way to make you feel a bit better maybe they get both of you on their side exactly. so they create they create the, uh, the the turmoil and then they try to smooth it over and get you both on their sides and hopefully that'll translate to support at election time and they're being very careful about it and they're trying so hard Right around election time, I don't like it one bit. I think most people are fine with it. It's such a problem. Yeah. And something needs to be done. So where is the problem? How would you define the problem? Is it, is, it, is, it, is it race? Is it ethnicity? Is it political correctness? Is it language? What is the problem? 
Well, I think political correctness is a big part of it because people are afraid now because of this uh, era of with the internet, and it's just like it's technology. It, it is what it is because people cannot discuss things like how they discussed things back back then before the internet. Theo, thank you for the call, sir. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Theo in Burlington, Ontario. We'll move down the QEW a couple of miles to Toronto. And uh, Rick, Rick, thank you for calling, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, my question, and it's a quick one, is when we already have Section 318, 319, 320, uh, the criminal code that deal with hate crimes, and they've specifically steered away from speech in that legislation, why is it that now somebody thinks in a knee-jerk reaction due to an egregious act in Quebec that they need to introduce specific legislation to deal with just one group, and specifically Um, with speech. You are absolutely correct. The Charter and the Criminal Code take care of protecting everyone, everyone in this country, from from hatred and... uh, and from uh, racism. By the way, the, uh, our two guests tomorrow from the Muslim-Jewish Dialogue in Toronto, they believe there's a different, a broader agenda at play, and uh, they'll talk about that tomorrow. They think it's, it's more than, than just what M103 is about. But we'll, we'll I'll, I'll look forward tomorrow. to hearing that. Yeah, Thank you be, so much for taking my call. Now, that's uh, three, or 3 o'clock. You're in, you're in Toronto. 3 o'clock Toronto time tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rick. Have a good one. We uh, will be speaking with Keto Maggi, the um, CEO of Main Street Research, in a couple of minutes about what's happening with the Conservative Party leadership race. Who's likely to oh, walk away with, with that one? Will it be Kevin O'Leary? Will it be Kelly Leach? Will it be Maxime Bernier? Will it be one of the others? It's important because whoever becomes the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada will, for conservative thinkers in this country, become the default prime minister, at least in waiting. And if the conservatives don't choose well, then in 2019, the drama teacher's going to win again. Uh, George in St. Thomas, Ontario. Good day, George. Good day, Mr. Green. How are you, sir? Oh, this gorgeous weather. Isn't it? That is so nice. Some warm sunshine for it's sunny so ways again. It's so beautiful out there. I was wondering if you've heard of the PJ Party of Canada. The what? PJ Party of Canada. I have a whole bunch of funny lines, but no. It stands for Peace and Justice. Okay. My wife just informed me about this. Uh, I guess she met him uh, last week. Uh, he he was on the radio last week, and he was talking about this. Have you heard about this? Uh, it's called Bill C-23. Boy, you're exposing me as being ignorant. No. Oh, I didn't mean that at all. No, it's okay. It seems our whole country's that way, Mr. Green. Oh, it's okay. Please call me Roy. Oh, sorry, Roy. Yes, if you could, uh, well, uh, PJ Party of Canada, right. as I mentioned, go just Google PJ Party of Canada. But this bill, C-23, right. it, Mr. Trump will be able to have his good folks at the airports and uh, border crossings all across the country to lock us up and throw us in jail standing on Canadian soil. Okay, now I'm getting a headache, George. Yeah, well, hopefully you will if you could let your readers know it's the PJ Party of Canada, peace and justice. We've got to get rid of this Trudeau, and Mr. Trump is going to lock us up on our own soil with Bill C-23 that Mr. Trudeau is pushing through. It's a proposed bill, Bill C-23. Got it, George. I'll look it up. Please. Thank you for the call, sir. I appreciate that. 
When we come back, we will change gears and we'll find out about the Conservative Party of Canada. They, of course, want to resume the leadership of, of the country, and they believe that with Justin Trudeau in place, they have a great opportunity to accomplish that in 2019. It all depends who's going to lead the Conservative Party. And we'll talk to Akito Maji, the uh, CEO of uh, Main Street Research. They've done some polling about how this is all going now because they're getting closer and closer to the vote that the Conservatives are going to have about their leader. Stay with us.